What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long-term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's Word said of who God is, how would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas of who God is, different attributes of God, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day moving forward for the rest of our lives. Our God is a God of peace. This is a big one in the days that we are living. We want to help our children understand what true peace is because the world is offering peace or a form of it. And it's promising them that if you just do this, or you ascribe to this thinking, or you follow this person, or you walk this way, you will have peace. And it's a false peace. It's a peace that has an end. It's a peace that leaves you hungry and aching. It leaves you alone. This peace will never satisfy. But our God is peace. And so we want to be teaching our children that there is a true peace and you can know him. His name is Jesus and he is for you because, and here's this one to me is so important that I speak this into the lives of my kids because I believe that this one can get lost in the shuffle, but I want it to have been heard by my children because one day the peace of this world will not satisfy them anymore. That season, that this place that they were getting their identity from or they're getting affirmation from will ultimately, that will run dry. And I want them to remember that there is one who brings the fullness of peace. And they can go back and they can reset their eyes on Jesus. Isn't that what we want to do in gospel conversations anyway? We want to continually help pivot them back will help them look back and see who Jesus is. In this series, we've been talking about that you and I can't draw, we can't make our kids follow God. We, we can't make them fall in love with Jesus. It, it is a cry of our heart and we pray about it. That's, that's why the Warrior Mama's Prayer Journal lives. It is so that every day from the day your child is born until they die, my encouragement is pray for your children that they understand that God in His great peace will guard them. But you can't make your kid believe this. So we have to speak it and speak it and speak it. And we pray that those seeds that we plant, the Holy Spirit is working in that that soil of their heart and just tilling it up and moving in it and beginning to help those seeds blossom and grow. So where do we see that our God is a God of peace? Because again, we want to walk this into scripture. There are several places actually, where it talks about that the God of peace. So the first one, Romans 16, 20, says, The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. This is in closing 
Paul has been writing to the Romans and and he is saying in closing, hey, listen, like it's hard, but I promise you something. The God of peace, he will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, right? And then in Philippians 4, 7 through 9, this is when we see this exp- this picture of peace. And oh, man, we quote it a lot and we say it a lot. It, sometimes I think it can get flippant or it can for me. Maybe that's just my own confession today. But it says this. This is this passage. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then verse 8 says, So finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just and pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. This is a promise for us. It's a promise that when we are in Jesus Christ, the God of peace is with us. Not only is he with us, but he guards our heart and our mind. This passage in Philippians is all about our mind. And we are in an age and our children are walking in a day and an age where anxiety and worrying and being double-minded, meaning you're thinking about this and thinking about this. You're constantly feeling the stretch in your in your soul of where does your allegiance lie you know and you're worried and you're anxious those places this passage speaks to because he is saying here Paul is saying don't do that don't think like that don't get caught up in that instead present it all to God why because the God of peace, the only God of peace that exists ever, he will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So think about what is good and just and true and beautiful so that the God of peace will be with you. You see, God is peace and he promises to guard us with it that the fullness of his peace will not only be like this token, oh yeah, with God all things will work out. It is a guard. In fact, that that word there in Philippians 4 verse 7 where it says will guard your heart, that is this picture, this imagery of a huge garrison of flanking all around you that is fierce and unable for anything to infiltrate or to penetrate. So when our children are struggling, when they're full of anxiety and doubt, and this happens, this is starting, we struggle with anxiety with our eight-year-old in a big way. We've struggled and walked with our kids that struggle with anxiety in lots of big and heavy and in huge ways. So this starts young. It, with him started way younger than eight. And we have been walking with him and talking about that only in Jesus is there peace. 
Only in Jesus can your mind be at rest. Can it not be racing? Can it not have looping thoughts? Can it not? But instead, God himself guards your mind from the assault of the enemy who wants to just just laser you with all of those flaming arrows. You see, we can offer our children that hope because it says in 1 Corinthians 14, 33, our God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. He is not a God of confusion. He is a God of peace. That passage in 1 Corinthians is talking about disunity and disorder in the church. But the reality for most of us is that there's a lot of disunity and disorder even in just the way we think. And so we want to get our eyes off of that and onto the one who offers peace in a guarding way. He promises to guard our heart and our mind. And practicing that and returning to that truth and resetting on that truth because it's a practice. I don't think for any of us it's natural. Maybe. It's not for me. It's not for my children. All of us have had to learn to reset our mind, reset our mind, keep returning to the peace that guards, keep returning to the peace that guards. But teaching that to our children is a powerful teaching. Our God is a God of peace. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Who God Is. Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just today's truth, but the truths for this entire week. We send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible, where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.